The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Learn more at usbank.com newsroom. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Tuesday, November 28th. In today's news, an organization that targets journalists tries to embarrass The Washington Post. More evidence that Michael Flynn could be cooperating with prosecutors. And Hawaii is bringing back a nuclear attack siren that hasn't been heard since the Cold War. But first, the big idea. Donald Trump keeps giving in-kind contributions to Elizabeth Warren's 2020 campaign in waiting. In 2007, a small quarterly journal published an article by a little-known bankruptcy professor at Harvard Law School named Elizabeth Warren. The article called for a Financial Product Safety Commission to protect Americans from predatory lenders and faulty mortgages, the same way that the Consumer Product Safety Commission protects them from toasters that burst into flames. Barack Obama embraced Warren's idea in 2009, when the financial crisis made her look prescient. Eventually, it was included in what became Dodd-Frank. Warren, as a special advisor to the Treasury Department, brought the concept to life in what's now the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. But... Because of Wall Street opposition, she couldn't get permanently confirmed as the director. Instead, that job went to Richard Corduroy. Now Corduroy has stepped down as director to go home to Ohio so he can run for governor next year. A legal battle has broken out over who's in charge. Corduroy's deputy, Leandra English, or Trump budget director Mick Mulvaney. Both are claiming to be acting director. Yesterday, Mulvaney declared a temporary freeze on hiring and rulemaking. During a press conference, he said that Trump wants the agency to stop, quote, trampling on capitalism. In the past, Mulvaney has been one of CFPB's most outspoken critics. He's called it unnecessary and, quote, a joke in a sick, sad way. The former congressman says his views have not changed. Trump campaigned like a populist, but he governs like a plutocrat. Warren finds herself increasingly well positioned to prosecute that case for Democrats. The effort to dismantle the agency she dreamed up personally pains her, and she pledges to fight tirelessly to protect it. But Mulvaney's takeover could also offer a quite compelling political rationale to build a 2020 campaign around. As Senator Warren told me during an interview last night, That's why this agency, I mean, I can't believe, and I really can't, here we stand less than 10 years after the Wall Street banks threw this economy over a cliff, and their principal tool was cheating American families on home mortgages. And today, Mitt Mulvaney says that the agency designed to prevent that from ever happening again should tilt more in favor of Wall Street banks. Meanwhile, President Trump seems fixated, even obsessed with Warren. He mentions her all the time. Yesterday, during a White House ceremony to honor Navajo veterans who served as code talkers during World War II, he went off script to insult her as, quote, Pocahontas. You were here long before any of us were here. Although we have a representative in Congress who they say was here a long time ago. They call her Pocahontas. But you know what? I like you. Every time the president mentions the senator, he elevates her. 
Not only does this help Warren raise buku bucks from the progressive net roots, it also boosts her 2018 re-election campaign in Massachusetts. Trump only got 33 percent of the base state's votes last year, and his popularity has dropped sharply since then. Warren brushes off Trump's attacks. As she said during our interview, He thinks he's going to shut me up. It's not going to work. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, a woman who falsely told Washington Post reporters that Republican Alabama Senate candidate Roy Moore impregnated her as a teenager appears to be working with an organization that uses deceptive tactics to try embarrassing journalists. On Monday, our reporter saw her walking into the New York office of Project Veritas. That's an organization that sets up undercover stings involving covert video recordings to expose what the group claims is media bias. They've targeted CNN and The New York Times in the past. During interviews, the woman repeatedly pressed Post reporters to try getting them to give their opinions on the effect her story could have on Moore's candidacy. The reporters declined to do so, and they grew suspicious of her motives. They never published an article based on her account because it didn't add up. Number two. The lawyer for former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn met with special counsel Bob Mueller's team on Monday, according to a report by ABC News. On Friday, Trump's legal team said that Flynn's lawyer informed them that Flynn could no longer engage in discussions about defense strategy in the case. That means Flynn may be preparing to testify against the president or other senior White House officials. Flynn resigned in February as national security advisor over revelations about his contacts with the Russian ambassador to the United States, which he did not disclose when asked. The Post reported on Monday separately that in 2015, Flynn also worked on a business project in the Middle East in partnership with Russian interests. His failure to disclose his involvement in that project may complicate the already thorny legal issues he faces from Mueller's probe. Number three, Hawaii will bring back a statewide nuclear attack siren this week that has not been used since the Cold War. The siren would indicate to residents that they have 15 minutes to take shelter before a nuclear attack. The system is an audible example of the growing fear from escalating tensions with North Korea, which has spooked communities in its hypothetical line of fire. The last time residents heard the siren was during a test in 1980. The siren will be tested again this Friday, and will continue to be tested at the beginning of every month. And that's The Daily 202 for Tuesday, November 28th. You can read much more about Elizabeth Warren and the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau at WashingtonPost.com slash Daily 202. Thanks so much for listening. I'm James Hellman, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.